How you doing? This is Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. My name is Sebastian Maniscalco. I'm TJ Miller. And right now you're listening to Sandra Carusi. The one and only Sandra Carusi. Carusin on down the listening highway. Welcome to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi on Talk Radio, AM 640 and HD Radio. I love this show because I get to have a variety of people and sometimes I just have a fun show to amuse myself. Actually, this is going to air on my birthday, March 13th. And what better group of individuals (laughs) than the cast of characters here today? I want to welcome back Vince Tedesco, producer, who is having cake on the ocean on your trip. Good trip, Vince? Very very good trip. Went to Mexico for a week. Glad to be back, though. Okay, and Christine did a great job replacing you. That's the problem when you go away. The people who replace you might be better. And Christine actually helped me dodge a bullet. So I'm just saying, don't be worried for your job. Maybe okay. a little bit. Thanks that pays nothing. Yeah. That pays nothing. <laughs> and that is the voice of the very highly annoying and compelling Lawrence Morgenstern. Thank you. <laughs> More than 20 years, a very revered comic in the country. Yeah. Um, yuck, revered yuck, by other comedians. Let's but not add the that audience. disclaimer, please. But not the audience. <laughs> yeah. Improv in New York, the Comedy Store in L.A., um, the Molson Canadian Toronto Comedy Festival, and mm. so much more. You've Two out of three of those I did not do. <laughs> then why is it in your but bio? That's okay. Why is it in your bio? Because it sounds good. Okay. And uh, maybe about, I shouldn't deny it afterwards. How about the Saturday Night Live contribution in tonight's show? Is that a lie? Uh, Are you just lying? Tonight's show knows SNL, yes. Okay. Um, and I'm, then, I'm a, uh, an ammo glam of half truths and half lies. Yeah. Okay, well, my name Lawrence. isn't really Lawrence Morgenstern. My mic, is, my oh, headphones are cutting out. Is Welcome that... to the Lawrence Show. He has watched the Tonight Show. Yes, and that's Dean show. Young. Hello, Dean. How's it going, Northern Ontario fella, radio dude? Yeah, you've been on North by Northeast as well. Yeah, look at you, big boy. <laughs> And all kinds of festivals. Iceland Comedy Festival, your homeland. Yeah, I went back to Scandinavia. Good for you. What and language do they speak in Iceland? Icelandic. But, and what is it, though? Is it like, it's icy? It's like an old, old Norse. It's like the old Scandinavian. Like when they got dropped off there like 800 years ago. <laughs> what, was it like an Australia deal? All the prisoners yeah, were sent Yeah, there? just send. And, and if the Vikings were doing that, that's really bad. <laughs> so Dean is known uh, very busy all over the city in Toronto uh, doing stand-up, but also writes for Scene Magazine and Toronto Guardian about comedy. And you produce your own shows. And, of course, you are the creator and founder of TalkHole Podcast, TalkHole.co. That's right. We couldn't afford the M. Couldn't afford it. The first comedy network in Canada. Good for you. So proud of you, Dean. Thank you. And, of course, the big man, Glenn Foster. Hello. Top headliner in Canada for over three decades, known as that Canadian guy of over eight JFL festivals. Over eight. Over that would eight. be nine. Nine <laughs> and a half. At least nine. It's actually eight and a half because one of them really doesn't. One of them was a kind of a, a best of Canada special that Russell Peters hosted a yes, while back. Yeah. yeah. So it didn't really count as a gala per se. So uh, eight and a half. But eight actual galas. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're Canadian uh, royalty in comedy. Sure, I, think. I guess that's sure. Longevity, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and you're doing lots and lots of shows. You guys have one coming up. You and Lawrence do a lot of shows together. We are doing a lot of shows we're together, actually. To, yeah. yeah, we're. I'm backing away from uh, big theater productions and mm-hmm. trying to rent theaters and all that because it's just so much stress and hassle and everything else. Mm-hmm. Besides, which you could rent a theater, and nine months down the road, you know, your date's coming up, and then you find out just for laughs is doing the same theater like two weeks earlier. Oh, yeah. Suck every ticket yeah. dollar out yes. of the place, right? Yeah. 
So yeah. now I'm I'm doing more uh, smaller shows in in mm-hmm. smaller places. The way comedy really was meant to be seen, mm-hmm. actually, Intimately. you know, in a more bar like atmosphere. Not a bar per se, but sometimes mm-hmm. you know, we did the one we did recently uh, at the Black Bull in Burlington, mm-hmm. uh, which we're also going to do with uh, Judy Croon. You yeah, we're Judy. going to yep. be doing more shows starting starting March 31st, which is the night before New. Um, I always want to say New Year's April Eve, Fools. April Fools, exactly, well, <laughs> because he gets tricked every year. Hey, Happy New Year, Glenn. Oh, <laughs> April Fools. Uh, <laughs> Idiot. It's only I'm April such an idiot. <laughs> you know, let's talk about producing shows. Dean, you produce a lot of shows. Mm-hmm. A lot of comics do that. I've done it in the past. It is a lot of work. It's a, it's a lot of stress. It's a lot of stress because you got to sell tickets. You got the venue. Yeah, and you're. It's that whole. I always hate right before showtime, like that hour or so before showtime, right? Because you're just watching the room and you're like, what? Oh, so where are the people? Yes. Where are they and I and I always find like like even with the network, like we have. 40 hosts on there mm-hmm. now or somewhere around that. Good for so you. managing other comics, like oh, I gosh. love comics. Those are my friends, but not the easiest people to get organized, right? Yeah. And then Try doing a radio show. So, right, so, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We're all here on time. We were, us. we were here hours ago. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. We'd have plenty of time for this we radio had to, show. Yeah, we had to wait because the uh. professional radio guys went long <laughs> in the studio. Yeah, but we're so hard to manage. You know, just back to shows, guys. Um, a lot of comics who've been in the studio have talked about there's not enough venues in the city. Um, do you guys agree with that? Like the comedy life here, a lot of people, there's an exodus of comics going to L.A. to get more work. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys find there's enough work? There's certainly no work in L.A. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> not not stand-up wise anyway. Like a lot of people who who live in L.A. have mm-hmm. to work outside of L.A. because there's no paid Really? Stand-up work yeah. in L.A. Really? There's yeah. tons of stages in Toronto. Yeah, there's tons of free. stages. You get exactly. every every comic, every amateur comic has their own uh, room. Yes, thirty-person room. Yeah. yeah, right. What yeah. me and Glenn are actually doing is I don't know if I, we should even say well, this. Well, I, yeah, I think, secrets, but yeah. we're now looking for the audience first. <laughs> with with all the social media, we're like, hey. We yes. are thinking about going here on mm-hmm. this date, and who's interested? Mm-hmm. And if we get enough uh, bites, yeah. then we'll do it. I then saw Glenn do, do that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Dean, what do you think about that? You're I pretty- mean. There are a lot of, yeah, there are a lot of those shows in this city right now where it's just like whatever bar, somebody mm-hmm. went in there. And mm-hmm. the tricky thing about that is venue owners that you're approaching, they don't know who you are, right? Like mm-hmm. somebody who came out of Humber or something two minutes ago could go up to them and go, well, I'm a comedian and produce a show, da, da, da. And I don't know how much it's sort of taking away from everything else, but it's certainly, if people go to a bad show once, mm-hmm. the thing about stand-up is that's their idea of comedy from that yes. point forward, right? They yes. have that one bad experience. Like you have those people who mm-hmm. they'll never sit in the front row because they figure they're just going to get attacked right. at every show. And so they have one bad taste in their mouth from comedy and then that's it, right? Yeah. We're going to talk more about that after the break. Dean Young with us, Lawrence Morgenstern and Glenn Foster. I'm Santa Carusi on Inside Jokes. Talk Radio AM 640. Santa Carusi with Glenn Foster, Lawrence Morgenstern, Dean Young. Welcome back, guys. I just want to say something about the way you opened the whole show. Yes, please. Because you said said, one thing I like about doing the show is I get to talk to people, which is so unlike most radio. Yeah. Where it's, a lot, it's a lot of animal tricks that are then described by some announcer in another room. I meant or a card tricks. Yeah. I meant a variety of people. Okay, I meant, uh, as we're talking off mic, from everyone like Trevor Noah, who I had last week, oh, here to we some go. amateurs. Yeah. I had I'm to dropping open names. the door to her. Yes, <laughs> my back hurts from carrying like dro- from dropping names like that. Okay, right. there's but- no uh, visual visual jokes here on Inside Jokes. <laughs> no visual gags. That's no a inside jokes either. Yeah. all the inside jokes are during the break where Sandra swears like a sailor. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable! <laughs> I'm offended. Dean, you do a lot of podcasts. That's the joy of podcasts. Yeah. You get to drop the bombs. It is. We rarely 
very rarely do we have to edit anything out. <laughs> and usually when we do, it's because like somebody like said the wrong thing about another comic and then mm-hmm. they'll they'll email right. and be like, so legal. Oh, really? I'm yeah. going to get in trouble for That's, that. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Because Glenn, and we want to talk about censorship because Glenn, you feel very strongly about this. When we've talked about Bill C-51, you felt that that's a form. We're getting into censorship now. I'm against all censorship. Mm. I think mm-hmm. you should be able to say whatever the hell you want about anyone you want anytime. Within the limits of shouting fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's... That's the one that everyone always goes to, the shouting fire thing. But I say, you know, shout fire, see what happens. You know, I, I talk. I don't <laughs> yeah, want, there's I, some truth to that, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't want to talk much about Mike The only Ward. place you can shout fire harmlessly, I think, is in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> or in the beach, fire. And if someone yeah. takes you seriously, those are the people that should be taken away. It's the crowded theater thing. But, but, if yeah. you're, but, but you know, everyone goes, oh, well, we, should, we shouldn't allow this person to say this, or that's hateful. And mm-hmm. yeah. I want to hear all the hateful. Mm-hmm. How are you going to know right. who the idiots and the jackals are yeah, right. if yeah. we don't let them talk. Edit. Well, yeah. obviously, <laughs> comedians are going to always be uh, pro-free free speech and freedom of speech. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. I heard about this one thing, the kid who... Mike Ward and the Human yeah, Rights and the, Tribunal. And the kid yeah. with the Pope. Uh, I thought the joke was terrible. It is like, a terrible not, Okay, so totally quickly, for the audience, Mike Ward is up against the Human Rights Tribunal. Which right. is ridiculous. Why is it even yeah, their that's business? The crazy thing. It's From ridiculous. Yeah. We, made... need, we need to shut these tribunals down right. across the country. Right. Mm-hmm. They've gone from, you know, oh, you didn't get a job because you're black to someone made a joke about, yeah. you know, they, they neither yeah. ha- either have to was... have their purviews like, yeah. severely reduced to you power? didn't get a job. Yes, they have power. Okay, Glenn, hang on, hang on. What if that was your kid that, like, Mike Ward said something about... The well, then I would cut Mike Ward down. I would yeah. say something funnier and more pointed about Mike you're Ward. You're a comic. And, and unfortunately, what happened there well, was... you asked me about this, my kid. <laughs> and yes, he did, he, did make, he did make the joke. But then what happened to the kid was he got lambasted on social media. Yes. Well, that's the internet. That's kind of how that works. It's that's, a yes. forest of trolls. You're, you can't do anything about yeah. that. So quickly about the story, guys. Let's just... Because we got to fill the so audience. the kid who Mike, had a disability. Facial disfigurement. Face, yeah. Yeah. Mike Ward made a because he got because he sang to the Pope, but apparently he's also mm-hmm. been dying for a while. Yeah, he's had a, has a terminal illness, and, and the the gist of the joke was everybody feels sorry for this kid because he's on death on his deathbed. Mm-hmm. It's been ten years since he, they said that. Hurry up and die already, mm-hmm. which right off the bat is not original because mm-hmm. Alan George used to do that song. Hurry, Hurry up, up and, and die, die, George, George Burns. Yeah. 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 So making a joke about somebody <laughs> living was, longer than yeah. he should. So already he's a hack. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was a terrible joke. And here's the thing: you don't need censorship. A guy like that, a joke like that, a kid like that, are all going to eventually get what they deserve. The kid mm-hmm. is going to get the outpouring of love and support yeah. from the good people. Mm-hmm. Uh, who cares about the trolls? Nobody pays attention. The thing with the internet is all this uh, BS with all Police. these people. Yeah. Doing, we don't need any of that. People will eventually stop bothering with those people. Yeah, I think Mike Ward will be boycotted by the people that think that was a terrible yeah. joke. Yeah, and an in poor taste. But he et cetera, does the nasty show at JFL. That's well, what he's known for. Yeah, he was there last. He, year. Listen, yeah. I'm not saying punish the guy, but I'm saying, yeah. look, it's like Mel Gibson made Passion yes. of the Christ. As a Jew, it didn't bother me. I even saw it. I thought, I don't know what the fuss is about, frankly. Yeah. Then he gets drunk and blames Jews for starting every war. <laughs> that kind of pissed me off. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's like, what really bothered me was, uh, was he so calculating that he went, uh-oh, it's the cops and I'm totally drunk. Yeah. I think I'll uh, say something about the Jews and, and then people Dean, won't remember that I got Yeah, Dean, what were you going to say about that quickly before well, the break? I just feel like, yeah, audiences are going to sort it out themselves. We don't need the hand-holding where they're like, you can't yeah. say this, you can't mm-hmm. say this, you can't say this. Because that's the whole point of comedy, right? We're supposed to like take that skeleton out of the closet and mm-hmm. cut it open on stage. Right. This Our is... job is to talk about the things going on in the world that are scary or, mm-hmm. or wrong or ignorant and open that up, you mm-hmm. know? And don't get me wrong. I, 
I actually do not agree with Glenn. I think censorship has its place, but part of its place is for us to continually push back against it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this whole human rights thing, yeah, that it's like the more you try and clamp down, the more, especially comedy and social mm-hmm. commentary, mm-hmm. tries to push that door back open. So it's it's pointless to keep trying. It's I, pointless I, to try and shut us up because we're only going to yell loud. I think Lawrence won. Uh, his whole thing about uh, being for censorship should yes. be censored. <laughs> okay, we'll Full talk circle. about that. Uh, Louis C.K. after the break on, on that whole issue. I'm Santa Carusi on Inside Jokes. Talk Radio, AM 640. Now back to Inside Jokes on Talk Radio, AM 640 and HD Radio. Back with Glenn Foster, Lawrence Morgenstern, Dean Young, talking about everything we talk about on Inside Jokes, behind the scenes of the comedy world. Recently, gang, uh, Louis C.K. went on record to talk about Trump, of course. Everybody's talking about Trump. And he likened him to Hitler Mm -hmm. in the sense of what? I wonder if anyone's ever had a dead zone moment shaking Donald Trump's hand. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Every day. But can I just point out that uh, pretty much since 9-11, every presidential candidate has at one point or another been compared to Hitler. Really? Barack Obama got it all the time. Seriously? Didn't he? And we Barack used to do Obama? that with Harper, yes. too. What are you kidding yes. me? You know. Well, all with the, Harper, all yeah. the nut yeah. bars. Uh, uh, Carson. Uh, oh, ben, ben, ben Carson. Ben Car- a couple of guys. Yeah. Over the years. They made, a, they made a parody of his Hope and Change poster where he had a Hitler mustache. Mm-hmm. It's the comparison, Hitler yeah. is losing his currency, frankly. You know? <laughs> but <laughs> it does give you a second look at his political... Pro- the biggest thing that Trump does do that is uh, like Hitler, but I don't think he does it that well, is the big lie. We were talking about that yeah. in the yeah. mm-hmm. coffee room. Which is? He, uh, well, like, for example... Well, he just denies. He just denies, denies, denies. And it's not that he's such a good liar. His people just want to believe in him. So they're going to take... And it's like... And Mm -hmm. I think the big mistake that Louis C.K. made with everybody else and and, uh, what's his face, Uh, Mitt Romney... Just ignore Trump. The pro- I, I read in the paper today there was a, a hacker found out that uh, he's getting emails and, and text messages from like MSNBC thanking him for, mm. for all the stuff he's done. The, the media oh it just can't stop reporting on this train yeah. wreck. And if we just ignored him, like, do we really need... It's you a know, Kardashian yeah, you know, we have, yeah, we have uh, breaking news, but we'll, we'll get to that later. Here's Donald Trump speaking, let's saying the see. same thing at a rally in yeah. Poughkeepsie. Let's just clarify, Dean, what Louis C.K. actually said when he compared him to Hitler in the sense that... We Hitler appeared before he was voted in as yeah. something a refreshing voice, right? He, right. he, he was this on impassioned. Yes. Yeah, right. He, he sort of came into the way Louis put it was that he's he's coming into a, a nation that's fatigued, which in right. a way right. and right. frustrated, you know, and, and he's, frustrated. He's, he's like appealing to, this, to the masses by yeah, criticizing this, the uh, the uh, elite establishment. Yeah, and this base thing in middle yeah. America, which is okay. Obviously, he's not going to be able to relate to them on the level that he's mm-hmm. a billionaire tycoon, right? right? He's not going to help those people financially whatsoever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he goes with these fire and brimstone talking points where he just taps into that fear and paranoia and bigotry in middle mm-hmm. America, right? And, and all these outside forces like, oh, it's the Mexicans and it's right. ISIS and da, 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 da. So he's playing on that. Right. And what he's mastered is he'll just take whatever the big talking point of the day is mm-hmm. and he'll spew out whatever he has to to just get that right. attention yes. that day and right. he'll recant on it tomorrow. Right, yes. or, doesn't matter. or he'll just walk away when he's yeah. hit with the actual facts. Yeah. The sad thing about Donald Trump is I think in his heart of hearts he really does want to 
do good. He does want to be a hero for America. He wants to be Captain Kirk, but he's a complete idiot. He yeah. doesn't you know, know why? anything. How about this? How about he never planned on winning? He just went in for the publicity. Uh, maybe. And now he's starting. Maybe I don't <laughs> see. Do you think he's problem. behind closed doors? Like, oh, what have I done? Yeah, no, I, I don't have to do, do all this. this. I don't think he cares. About I don't want to show yeah. up. But I work. think I think if he wins the presidency, he'll quit in six months because he's bored with it anyway. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Glenn. You know? You'll find, quiet on the find, Trump. You'll find out that you really can't do all the things that he wants to do. Because yes. how much power does the president? Oh really no, have? yeah, I love that. Right. I'll build a wall in Mexico. We'll pay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And That's meanwhile, meanwhile, the president of Mexico says, "No, we're not going to pay for that wall." But he still says it, and they still want to believe it. Listen, there's yeah. a saying: a people get the government they deserve. If he becomes wow. president, yeah. then all of the idiots and nitwits who thought mm-hmm. he was really going to make a change are going to get what they deserve. Isn't yeah, that like he, Canada? Well, he says well, he's going to. No, no, we're Justin a better system. Bieber? I mean, Justin Trudeau. Sorry. Well, yes, listen, I, mean, I do. I think there's some parallels there. Everyone well, listen, was so fed up right? with Harper. Between Bieber right? and Trudeau. Okay, I know I'm going to catch hellfire for this. Yes. And Here we go. And I don't even know how correct I am, but we won't censor since you. women got the vote in 1920, and go. I don't know when they got it in Canada, <laughs> oh, politics starts. is a whole different. Before women got the vote, men would sit down and assess their candidates. What do they stand for? What have they oh, done? What God, will they Lawrence. do? And then they vote. Now, the pretty book, Kennedy want you to, oh, did you see that thing on CNN? John F. Kennedy Mm -hmm. and his father totally stole the election from Richard Nixon. Mm -hmm. Ironically, poor, naive Richard Nixon was the only time in his political career that he got steamrolled. And then he was Lawrence, are you saying that because when women started voting, a more emotional aspect is now brought into that process? Well, all I know is a lot of- Shut your pie about uh, emotions. A lot of pretty boys with no emotions. No, that's what he's saying. We're saying that Justin Trudeau is is an empty suit pretty boy without qualifications. Can I just Let's say see the breakdown? So How many in, women voted? Hang on. In my stand-up, no word of a lie. Know the joke I just made about Justin Bieber? Yeah. I make a joke that this is how Trudeau, it's all the cougars, the cougar vote, voted in for the little hottie because yeah. they used to be in love with his dad back in the 70s and now right. the son. It's a joke. I'm just making a joke. To, I can't believe you just brought that up because well, maybe there's, is there an element? Now, the whole it thing when women got the yeah, easy with the when women got the vote thing, Lawrence. Well, listen, Take, I'm, I'm going to cut him slack. We don't know what he, what kind of job he's going to do. The beautiful yeah. thing about living in a democracy is if your president does a lousy job, you vote him out. Yes. Yeah, yeah, but there's so four years of damage yeah. to be done. Well, Look listen, at Kathleen Wynne. If George W. Bush Kathleen left Wynn. America intact, then anything yeah. can happen. See, we, yeah. need to have, we need to have laws to prevent majority, so-called majority, mm-hmm. low-majority governments from just looting the place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look yeah. what Kathleen Wynne oh, is doing. Eh? She is looting the well place. Done. Well, that's you know? what the media's job is. Before, but they don't before do that we anymore. look at more revenue tools, that? how about we just attempt to stop spending money? Mm-hmm. You know. Okay, yeah. Lawrence, what do you mean by that? The media. The media. What do we do the now? The media is supposed to be the watchdog, so that they can point these things. No, out. No, so we're not. Can... The voter is. Take no, responsibility. No, but when the voter votes somebody in, and then yeah. the person who comes in oh, does something, yeah. does some shenanigans. You know, yeah, like Dean, Watergate, like before a break, well, like I, Kathleen Wynn. I think the thing that'll that'll happen with Trump realistically is the people in line at the Walmart mm-hmm. in Dayton, Ohio, that are like, <laughs> he'll build this giant wall and whatever crazy things. <laughs> He'll get into power if he wins, and we'll have to do with him what we did with Rob Ford, which is he'll forget that he could get vetoed mm-hmm. and he could get stripped of powers, mm-hmm. and then he'll just be this ceremonial clown, yeah. right? Let's At worst. Talk, speaking of Unless gigs. he gets both, unless the Republicans get the House and the Senate. Yeah, then we're all. Oh, yeah. But that only makes me mad at Barack Obama. When he first won in 08, he had the House and the Senate, and he did mm-hmm. nothing. Mm-hmm. I know. Because well, he was too paranoid about um, pissing off, you know, the vast mm-hmm. majority of white, you know, people who were not... Co- not even racist, people who weren't comfortable mm. with black people. Glenn, yeah. after the break, we'll talk about, keep that thought, because I, I know you're going to go thought. somewhere. I have okay. no thought whatsoever. Well, we're talking was, about gigs. You thought it was bidding on something. Somehow we're going to get into gigs. <laughs> just, just we're going to talk about raising the... my finger. <laughs> I'm Santa Cruz on Inside Jokes, Talk Radio, AM 640.
to Inside Jokes on Talk Radio, AM 640 and HD Radio. Crusty curmudgeon Morgan Stern, Dean Young, and Glenn Foster. I love you guys like brothers. Soon I'll have mothers. my own channel and I won't need you. Yeah, that's right. This, that makes me <laughs> All right, let's get Glenn's anecdote yeah. out of the way. <laughs> okay, we're, we're talking about politics and gigs oh, and how long people, how long they're going to last. Glenn, what were you going to say about about what? I don't know. Your weirdest. We're gonna. Lawrence wants to talk about hot topics and get a joke but, up. Go ahead, Lawrence. No. Well, What's I mean, your new joke? No, what topic? Like <laughs> okay, but I did see something on the bus today. It was an ad, a government ad, telling about uh, the new law that you can't sell or smoke or vape, like no vaping yes. for people under nineteen. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's just a matter of time because I'm sure we're already seeing people the sign saying can't vape indoors, can't vape here, can't vape there. So it's gonna be just like cigarettes. So what was the point yeah. of vaping? Right. If you, if it's just like cigarettes. And mm-hmm. you know what I. I actually have been still still smoking e-cigarettes indoors at bars and stuff mm. just to see. And just to see if I'll get and, called on it. And? Nothing's happened yet because I'm waiting for that first time where they're like, you can't do that. And I'll be like, I didn't know. Right? Yes. I'm so trying to push it as long as I could. Yeah. But in light of this, because you it's know it's inevitable, area. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the best way, because it's really, it's really now is a war between the smokers and the non-smokers for pissing mm-hmm. each other off. Because mm-hmm. all these laws about, you know, if, if, if smokers, I'm not a smoker, but I used to be. But the thing I hate about these anti-smoking laws is that they're it's they're no longer uh, laws that protect the sovereignty or the you know the protection of the mm-hmm. non-smoker. It's all about putting the boots to the smoker, and that's when I get angry. It's one thing to say you can't smoke in an elevator, you can't smoke indoors, but then when they go outside, it's like can't smoke. Yeah, you, know, <laughs> yeah. you got to smoke in the middle of the street. You no, can't that's, smoke on a patio. That's where I say no. We got to push back. Yeah. So as like a smoking group should say, we're not going to pay taxes anymore. We're going to go buy them. From Indians on the, on the reservation. I, re- I remember went. sitting on College Street having a cigarette when I smoked on a patio, and these people were yelling at me, and yeah. and I thought, okay, we're, we're we're steps away from carbon monoxide right. coming out of those cars. Yeah, but exactly. I better, yeah, I better put my butt out. Yeah. So yeah. ridiculous. So, so here's the best your joke, here's the, It's not a joke, but it's a premise <laughs> for smokers to really piss off non-smokers. Do the do everything but light the cigarette. Mime it. Like pull a cigarette. Sit down in a restaurant. Pull a cigarette. <laughs> Because that used to happen to me when I was quitting. I would hold a cigarette yes, as yes. Like, a little, like a pacifier. Yes. And people would, so many people would go, you're not allowed to smoke in here. And I'd be like, I'm not smoking. I'm just holding it. Mm-hmm. And even then, they'd look at you. You know, they'd give you the fish eye for a few seconds. And they'd go, all right. <laughs> so, you know, but even then, it was like, he's now not they're on eggshells. There's, there's got to be some. I'm sure there's yeah, a, a bylaw a that yeah. lets yeah. us tell him he's got to put that cigarette away. Yeah. So what you do is you pull the cigarette out. You take out your lighter. You light it. You hold it up to the cigarette. You don't actually light it. You put the lighter away. You take a big mime drag. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what daddy needs in the morning. <laughs> and then just get, and be louder and louder. You know, like De Niro in, uh, in Danger. What is it? Uh, that was the movie. I Bay, love Danger Lawrence's Bay. stream of consciousness. <laughs> Danger Bay. Danger Bay. Cape Fear. Cape Fear. Like, uh, like Danger De Niro in the theater. Danger Bay. Oh, Danger Bay. Oh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Danger Bay. De Niro was in Danger Bay. All right. <laughs> I'm assuming both of you guys were on Danger Bay. I have yeah. no idea. <laughs> okay, Glenn Foster. Let's talk about, let's go to gigs. Uh-huh. Let's talk about the weirdest on the road Well, actually, gigs. just the other night. <laughs> Here we go. What a happy coincidence. What a segue. Just the other night, I did a gig. In a, I did a, a private house gig, okay? Mm-hmm. And I've done them before. Private and house being what? Like a corporate? No, to, well, kind of like. Someone's birthday party. Someone's birthday party. Oh, got party, it. Got right? it. Sorry, so it's house, a birthday yeah. party. And, uh, these in people, other words, he was, the, he was the party clown without the makeup. <laughs> pretty pretty much. So so I get an email from, from uh, this person uh, a couple months ago. Um, do you do private parties? Uh, yes, I do. 
uh, well, we only have 25 people. I said, well, okay, well, you know, I still have to charge you X because it doesn't matter how many people. It's mm-hmm. still a night where, you know. Yeah. Uh, and they're, okay, fine. Wow. And, and I said, uh, and she said, but the problem is we don't have a room that will hold 25 <laughs> people. <laughs> right? So. Can you go from the living room to the dining room? Well, it's pretty much. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, okay. So they had a magician in one room, <laughs> a classical guitarist in another ah. room, and me in a third room entertaining eight people at a time. Oh. And they would rotate the people through. So they'd have oh a, a course of dinner, okay, oh and then sit down. I would entertain eight people for half an hour, oh right? And then they would m- move on, have their second course of dinner in the next room, and so on. But the thing was, it's an old house. So between, so bet- <laughs> I'm next door to the magician. There's a fireplace between us. Right? Oh my God. And the sound is getting. And of course, Nightmare. the magician's pulling stuff out, and, and people are like, Wee! And I'm like, uh, Two guys walk into a bar. And, yeah. and there's noise coming from next door. And, then, and finally, I just went right into the fireplace and went, Oh my God, he made an elephant disappear. Wow. That, that magician's okay, but that comedian is amazing. <laughs> but just That's the, the weirdness. Yeah. Of entertaining, it's amazing. Eight what people. people. What course of the meal were you, by the way? Yes. Well, there were th- different courses. Though, ah, okay. Right? I so, thought like your room was like. He's oh no, in here no, with no, the no, 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 no! This the food was served. The food was served to all. <laughs> the ah, okay. That's, that right. yeah. that's called that's, like that's like the Moven pick from hell. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <Moven> <laughs> pick. Dean, what's your worst or weirdest gig? In a way, c- kind of similar. So <laughs> I I had to do a bar mitzvah. Right, mm-hmm. but not just in the main room, which would have been. I've never been to a bar mitzvah. I'm mm-hmm. a Finnish boy from Thunder Bay. There's no bar mitzvahs, <laughs> uh, but it was at the the Ritz Carlton Hotel here. Wow! In I had to be in the bathroom the whole time. What? So this kid who was having the bar mitzvah. <laughs> Wait, was it a bar mitzvah or a bris? Well, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was the weirdest. So this kid loved comedy. I guess he likes stand up. So he just went. Well, I want a comic here, but in the bathroom that talks to us whenever we go to the bathroom. Oh, my God. I thought it was a prank. Are you kidding? I thought it was a prank the whole time going in. Hilarious. And and I get there, and the DJ had to announce it and everything, like, just so you know, there's going to be a 30-year-old man sitting beside the sink all the time, kids. Yeah, (laughs) Giving out towels and 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 I just sat there for four hours, so I clocked in. I'm there from 6 till 10. And I sat beside the sink, and I didn't leave. And then some of the older kids, like 20 years old or whatever, Cousins and stuff started bringing me scotch, so I'm sitting there in the bathroom at the Ritz drinking scotch, and kids would come in, I'd do a joke, throw a joke at them, or heckle them a little bit, and... In the can. They're on their way. That's brilliant. Half the night was just uh, was just like drunk uncles coming in, trying to bounce jokes off me. Oh, yeah, of course. And then of the course. kid's mom came in, and she was like half, half in the bag. <laughs> she was trying to get me to jump over to the women's washroom. <gasps> She's going, oh, come yes, in there and roast yeah. us. Toilet humor or yeah. what? And I'm going, well, I'll get fired if I do that. And by the, the end of the night, she grabs me by the shirt. She goes, no, you won't. I booked you. <laughs> No, I was already. I had punched out by then. Though it was time to go. Would home. you? So you stayed through. Would you have stayed through that, Lawrence? Would you have stayed through? If that? a woman invited me into the woman's bathroom <laughs> to make jokes, no, a yeah, toilet, toilet gig. What's uh, your, oh, the toilet. It was gig. a very nice washroom. Yes, there you say. go at the Ritz. Yeah. I would think so. right. People okay, have, Lawrence, people have know, no clue how comedy. You know, here's the yes, thing. That's Music, a good point. you can pick up a guitar and sit on a street yes. corner, and it works. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah. Comedy, it's like if the lighting isn't right, if the right. sound isn't right, if the people are too drunk or not drunk enough, if the room is the wrong shape, mm-hmm. if the ceiling's yeah. not too high or too. It's it's amazing. It ever works. Yeah. Right. So to put it under such weird, like people just yeah. have no clue. Yes. They just think you're just going to machine. Yeah. You're just going to stand there. But and the tell big jokes, problem right? is, yeah, <laughs> because comedians lack integrity. We keep taking these last. Yeah. If we would tell. 
tell people, no, I'm not going to do that because yeah, that's right. not how you do comedy. Eventually, do people would stop asking. Yeah. I once, actually, I, was, I did this uh, bar mitzvah once mm-hmm. where they asked me to take the video camera and go around. Like, I did, I did my time. Yes. Uh, and it was, you know, you can't do stand-up. There's like 80-year-olds and 15-year-olds and 8-year-olds. And, and, yes. and it's like that between the, the kids not getting it and the old people going, what did he say? Yeah. And it was terrible. <laughs> but then, for some reason, the mother came up to me. She goes, listen, we have a, the video camera. Can you go around and, like, talk to each table? Oh, they, I guess the, the videographer didn't want to do it or whatever. So I took it around. And that I'm talking to everybody. So. Oh, I was just yeah, totally. Work. I was totally cutting yeah. into them, but there was. I had no audience. It was like I felt like a radio gig because I have no idea how this stuff's going over, right? Yes. But I'm just knocking them and making fun of them as I'm talking to them, and then I leave, going, "Well, I got paid," and I didn't think about it. And then yes, a little while later, the father calls me. Yeah. Says, "We just watched the tape. It was hilarious. <laughs> we died laughing." So they hired me to do their daughters. There you go. Like <laughs> In the bathroom. Later, yeah. We're talking funny with Lawrence Morgenstern, Dean Young, and Glenn Foster. I'm Santa Cruz on Talk Radio AM 640. You're listening to Inside Jokes on Talk Radio AM 640 and HD Radio. Talking comedy on Inside Jokes with Glenn Foster, Lawrence Morgenstern, Dean Young. I'm Santa Cruz. Lawrence, how did you get into you comedy? Keep, I just want to, first of all, I want to say a couple of things. You keep going doing that extra where you get so excited at your own name. This is uh, Inside Jokes with Santa Cruz. And then when you come back, you're like, hey, we're talking comedy here. <laughs> Santa Cruz, the inside jokes, and you keep saying it like you have some kind of short-term memory loss, and it keeps coming back to you. It's like, oh, oh, right, inside jokes, that's the show. She anyway, forgets over the break Lawrence. where she is. Yeah. Thanks, Lawrence. Yeah, she forgets over the break. It's right. for people who you. tune in at that point. Thank oh, you, Glenn. thank you, Glenn. Why don't you go to a Star Trek convention? Um... I just want to say, even though they're not sponsoring this week, I just want to give Hakeem. a shout-out to the good people at Hakeem Optical. Thank you. They're a great company that make great glasses, and uh, Hash- I wish they were sponsoring us this week so we could give them a plug. But they're great Hashtag guys. Hakeem Optical Inside Jokes. How about that? Right. Thank you, Lawrence, for that touching tribute to my sponsor. <laughs> so what was that leading question you How asked? did you get well, into you comedy? Well, you know, it's a long story, so I won't get into that. But comedy was actually not my first choice. I um, Initially, I wanted to be a porn star, but uh, unfortunately <laughs> my- size up? Right. I'm in the middle of something here, Sandra. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to be a porn star, but uh, unfortunately, my penis has no good side. So, oh, it's huge. It's just the ugliest thing you ever saw. Looks like uh, Paul Giamatti on a bed. <laughs> I love that show, Billions, by the way, oh, with Paul Giamatti. Yeah, really? I, I couldn't get about... past the first 15 minutes. Well, you know because what? you probably it's... were focusing on the numbers no, and the shorts and whatever. the whatever. Yeah, it was just blah, 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 blah. No, it was no, just, a, it it just struck me as one of those shows where it was all like inside baseball, and the people who made it were yeah. like, this is brilliant, and they told themselves it was brilliant yes. until it was crap. And Giamatti is such a great... Yeah. I, I, you put I him in anything himself. I spend yeah. a lot of time disagreeing, not being able to disagree more with Glenn. <laughs> okay. Um, better Call Saul. As long as we're talking TV. Better Call Saul. Like, I love that. That's really the best thing you like best, here on radio show? is people talking TV. No, it's just a great show. It's just Vince Gilligan has a great sense of plot and, yeah. and filming. That's a hot show right now, it Better Call Saul. Good. It's yeah. pretty. It's a good show. I mean, well, Breaking Bad was amazing. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, But Better Call Saul is a pretty good follow-up. It's a very interesting prequel. Yeah, you know, yeah. We're following the lives of Mike and and uh, you know uh, Jamie McGill. Yeah, um, who go, becomes Saul Goodman, 
And they really have very divergent lines, and mm-hmm. they keep sort of intersecting. So back in the day of good sitcoms, let's just talk about TV in the 70s and what we grew up on, let's yeah. say. What's the difference now? Like, do you guys think there's the same caliber of writing in sitcoms? I do. The best sitcoms going right now are very, very... I think that there's... Like, which ones? Oh, Big Bang, Big Bang Theory, Theory, Mom... Uh, How I Met Your Mother. I never watched How I Met Your Mother, but I'll mm-hmm. probably watch it eventually someday. Glenn Foster, what do you think? I like, uh, I like uh, The Goldbergs is a great... Uh, I don't know that one. Oh, it's, yeah, a, it's, it's on Wednesday nights. With kid growing family. up in the nineties. It's mm-hmm. kind of like uh, it's kind of like the like the Wonder Years. Oh, the Wonder Years. Oh, okay. I like the Wonder Years. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> but it's really it's really very well Red done. And, and what's really cool about it is they have real video that mm-hmm. the kid took when he, he's the producer now of the yeah. show. So it's his memories, mm-hmm. but they have real video that matches what oh, they do on so screen. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, it's very cool. I gotta it's watch very that. Cool. Do you know what's your? Well, that's the thing. They're playing with like different formats now, right? Yeah. Like yes. the, there's a, still a few of those big. Sort of laugh track sitcoms, yeah. Like Chuck, Chuck Lorre does. Yeah. He yes. still loves that, but uh, you know, it's the whole like um, talking head thing that they're doing, mm-hmm. like the kind Modern of pseudo family. documentary. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I hate that. Though. Arrested Development I really, started that. I, well, no, they didn't. It was The Office that started it. Oh, yes, true. The and, office, and then yeah. everybody copied it. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Malcolm I just, in the and I never really cared for The American Office. I always thought it was too squeaky, clay, you know, yeah. too what, Wonder Bread. Uh, Wonder Years, though. I remember I grew oh, up watching yes. that, and I was always afraid of the dad. I always thought the dad was just going to start, like, wailing on the whole family. <laughs> he was so intense every Go time. Postal? Yeah. Uh, Two Broke what? Girls is very stupid, yes. but it is very funny. I yeah. know a lot of reviews. But here's the thing, because when you said the 70s, the first thing I think is the um, relevant shows, mm-hmm. you know, Norman Lear and even Mary Tyler Moore tackled yeah. some interesting stuff, but not in a you know heavy handed way like mm-hmm. Norman Lear did. And there is none of that anymore. That's really. true. Yeah, we're going to talk uh, more about that. Hang on, because Glenn's going to leave us, so we're going to segue right leaving. into plug. Why don't they just go put money in your part of your meter <laughs> and come back? Well, I could Glenn. do that, but by the time I got back, it would be okay. Uh, done. Whatever, go plug your plug. Yeah. Sunday it's night. Right. It's Sunday night at nine o'clock right now. So starting okay. March thirty first, <laughs> yes. at the uh, Black Bull in Burlington, yes, we're going to be doing a show called Bullhorn Thursdays, awesome. and it combines stand up with. Whatever you want to do, five minutes at the mic. You can rant. You could tell a oh, poem. Cool. You could, but no music, right? Because yes. it's too hard to set up in between, yes. right? Plus, we're comedians. So. We're trying to get laid. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, let's be honest. It goes musician, so, comedian, magician. So That's the yeah. food chain. Every Thursday, <laughs> every Thursday in April, we'll be running this show. Very cool. And uh, can I, I just come out and do like open mic? You can. Yeah, I yeah, think I will. Sure, I will. Let us know. Okay, so that's coming up. As long as you start with, hi, Starting I'm Xander Garuzzi, right. this is me telling you. What's <laughs> it? I'm here doing comedy with Glenn Foster. What's your website, Glenn Foster? ThatCanadianGuy.com. And then we'll get more info there on that. There will be more information there. And we're going to come back after the break with Lawrence Morgenstern and Dean Young. I'm Santa Carusi on Talk Radio AM 640. <laughs> now you can't do it without looking at him. Right. This is Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi on Talk Radio, AM 640 and HD Radio. Inside Jokes, everything to do with comedy. We feature all kinds of talent from different aspects of the comedy world. Even people like Lawrence Morgenstern, who's here today. <laughs> I, I know you have to read Billboard after every break because people oh, might here be tuning we go. in. But if someone's tuning in at this point, really, you know what? Just go listen to something else. We're almost done. <laughs> Where the hell were you the whole time? Where were you? We don't the want you to listen. Miserable. Tune us out and never tune back again. That's Lawrence Morgenstern. Um, and Glenn Foster was plugging gigs here. That was Dean, totally not me. It's it was the Glenn. seventh segment, though. That's the, that's the, the money it's, shot. That's it's seven the, minutes in heaven. Can I say money shot on AM 640? Dean Young, what do you got coming up? So you've got the network talk 
Yeah. .co. Yeah, talkhole.co. No talk M. Hole. We don't yes. have time talk for it. Uh, so what you can check you out all the shows on there. There's a new one uh, that's fun that we're starting up at Comedy Bar mm-hmm. on April 23rd that's called Meme Wars. Oh, cool. So it's two teams of comics. We have six stand-ups on there. Nice. People are doing sets, and then when comics are up doing their set, there's a panel of comics that are basically live roasting them with these memes that go up oh, on the projector cool. in the background. Yeah, so we're it's like a game show. You could turn it. Into it a kind game of is. Show. So in the audience, so you're being heckled stuff. visually. You're being heckled visually. Oh jeez. Yeah, yeah. So, but I, only by other comics. So it's kind of. A oh yeah, that makes it better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? That's so we just want to destroy fun. each other. What, yeah. did, what did I say earlier about people have no idea how comedy should work? What did I say? <laughs> yes. Dean Young has no idea how comedy should work. <laughs> that's what we're doing. Uh, yeah, so it's April 23rd at Comedy Bar. It's and what, Saturday. T- what new podcasts do you have on your network? Our newest ones, we just picked up one out of Ottawa, which is aptly titled Ottawa Comedy Podcast. Mm-hmm. We picked up one out of Hamilton, mm-hmm. Sons of Comedy, Steel City. <gasps> yes. Out of the Hammer, I know some right? Our on old that stomping one, right? grounds. Yeah. So when you yes. go to talkhole.co, yes. <laughs> does this stuff stream for free or do you have to pay? Yeah, how all does streams it, how for free because it it's all sponsor based. So if you go, when you go on the site, I shouldn't say if because people yes. are going to go on there. Yes, absolutely. But when you go on there, there's a separate channel for every individual mm-hmm. podcast. So they all have their own channel and. Um, Hey, yeah, so Flashlight, Flashlight Entertainment, who makes yeah. um, male adult toys. Yes, Flashlight, not Flashlight. Flash. Flash. It's Flash. Yeah, you were pronouncing it like Flush. Oh, my God. Okay, so when I watched no, Kevin flash. Hart, <laughs> Kevin Hart last year, yeah. talk about pocket blanks, Yeah. Um, which is a male sex toy. We're- is he sponsored by Flashlight? And he does product He might be because they do a lot of comedy stuff. Right. We're going to do a- I don't uh, think Kevin Hart needs- <laughs> No, he doesn't need them I now. Maybe, maybe a few years ago he might- Yes. I need them. He, Kevin Hart doesn't need them. Yes. Uh, we're going to do a little Pepsi challenge on the air sometime where we have one of those other Pocket. brands and we have the flashlight and we're going to let somebody- do it live on Try air? Try them out on the air. Why oh, not? my gosh. Oh, I thought you were going to do like <laughs> yeah, a real-life comparison. Like, <laughs> I said, who's the lucky girl, I yeah. said. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to pour Pepsi. Oh, I made that gosh. joke once, and now I'm single. So there you go. Ah. <laughs> oh, Dean. So, I, I followed your singleness on, on my, social media. My saga last oh, year. Oh, my yeah, goodness. Yeah. Is that's what the tattoo's about, too. That's right? one of them. Yeah. One of them. There's yeah. many. Oh, yeah. Do, you know what? Wait till I'm like... Wait till I'm like in my fifties. I'll have a few divorces under my belt. I'll have. Yes, I'll be covered like a good comic. Yeah. Show me your tattoos and you show me your mommy issues too. Yeah, maybe. Um, so we've got my, my gigs are coming up. You can check out SantaCarusi.com. I've got a couple coming up in April. If you want to come see me live, Lawrence, no comment. Well, I here we don't go. really have a lot. Of, I'm actually gonna. I have one gig on the books where I'm gonna be doing the opposite of Dean, where he did the show in the bathroom. I'm gonna be defecating on the stage. <laughs> For bringing this Mixing show it up. down. Self-defecating comedy. <laughs> the only reason I'm doing it is because I want to see which comic is going to yell out, I did that. <laughs> oh, We've got Comic Vision coming to Toronto April 14th and April 21st in the GTA, so you can check them out. And speaking of vision, thanks to our friends at Hakeem Optical. Hashtag Hakeem Optical Inside Jokes. Look at that. You owe us for two spots now, That's Hakeem. That's how you plug, yeah. I'm coming to get it. <laughs> We all have my fist in my hand. More listings with Vince Tedesco. Uh, Monday nights always at the Alt Comedy Lounge at the Rivoli, 9 p.m. Also comedy at the Cameron House every Monday. Tuesday nights, check out the Drake for Comedy at the Drake Underground. Great show for weekly Toronto talent. Uh, Also, Yuck Yuck's new talent showcase. Uh, every Tuesday at Yuck Yucks down on Richmond. Wednesday nights, uh, Chuckle and Call Comedy Bar plus Dope and Mike at the Underground Cafe. 
upcoming shows this week for the weekend. Rap Battles on Friday night and Mary Jane's of Comedy, uh, all playing at Comedy Bar. Saturday night at Comedy Bar, I love the name of this one. Personal Space Invaders at 9 o'clock Saturday at the, the Comedy Bar. And then, of course, as always, Sunday Night Live every Sunday at Comedy Bar. Yuck Yuck's listings for the week. Toronto headliner Sebastien Bourgeau. Uh, Ajax has Tracy McDonald, Mississauga, Rob Pugh, and in Von Rob Bebenick. Uh, weekly shows for Second City on the main stage. Hotline always blings twice. Kind of catchy if you don't say. And the uh, Super Dude and Dr. Rude all this week at Second City. Those are your comedy listings for the week for Inside Jokes. Hashtag Hakeem Optical. And our comic RX is our good friend uh, Glenn Foster. We'll end the show with a little Glenn Foster clip. Thanks, guys, for coming out. I hope to see you guys soon. Thank you. Watch you gigging. Dean Young, Lawrence Morgenstern, and Glenn Foster. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm Santa Crucia on Talk Radio AM 640. Oh, so I've been trying to lose some weight. and uh, No, I've been hoping. Hoping to lose some weight. So I'm, no trying at all. Now I think about it. No trying. <laughs> Anyone else on this particular weight loss plan? <laughs> Just shoving shit in your face all day. Well, maybe this will just disappear. <laughs> Perhaps the laws of physics will not apply this year. <laughs> oh, does this make me look fat, by the way? <laughs> not the shirt, the fat. I think that's the problem. Uh, the shirt's doing its job, believe me. You don't want the shirt out of the way. That would be, that would be bad for everybody. I ate too much, that's my problem. I'm not even hungry half the time. I eat for sport. <laughs> and you know you're doing it. People go, you hungry? You go, no. Could you eat? Sure. What do you got? Christmas is the worst, isn't it? Just going from house to house, everybody giving you booze and food. It's like Halloween for adults. After a while, I was like, oh, I cannot drive. No, no, I've had too much turkey. I'm just gonna lie down for a while. Turkey, nature sedative. If like a little bit gets in your sandwich and you don't know about it, it's like, did I just have a stroke? What the hell? Thank God I wasn't driving. Eh? Never mind no, no texting in the car. No club sandwiches on the highway. That's my rule right there. Turkey, man, what kind of weird natural defense is that for a bird? Huh? This is the shit that wastes my day, sir. This, this is the stuff. You wonder what a comedian does during the day? No check marks. Just wonder what kind of bird has natural defense with a turkey. That, it's not even a good defense. The bird is dead at the time. It, it is, it's not a defense. It's more like a revenge from the gravy, you know? And I'm dead, but you'll be sleepy. And, and I think other animals must figure out millions of years ago, herds of turkey-like creatures roaring across of another animal. How many of those did we kill? One. You're kidding me. One. Oh. Oh, I gotta lie down. King of the beast, my ass. I'll be on the couch if you need me. The couch is your family. Anything like mine. Big turkey dinner. Right? Then we all turn into wounded superheroes. Oh, must find couch. Warn the others. Can't reach pants. You ever just be laying on the couch, you can't believe how much I ate? Like, what did I do that? I'm so stupid. I wasn't even hungry. I'm never doing that. Hey, are those cashews? <laughs> Not good. So I mentioned the check thing earlier. 